0: sex wedges <laughs> yeah i because I, I, I heard the i was like oh let's start as you were saying something I, and then my brain started processing what i heard and i was like wait a minute i just, are you just- <laughs> I, I just want
1: to say like i i i got this sex wedge because yeah. you know sexy sex yeah because sex and, and wedges are fun you want to put yourself in a position but uh i now i just use it as a knee pillow because my back hurts <laughs>
0: That, that's, I think it would be the best, like if this were a video dating service, that'd be the best start to a video dating yeah. That's what I should like put I, on
1: my grinder. I have, I have a sex <laughs> pillow that I,
0: I use now as a knee pillow because my bones hurt. Uh, what's up? I'm V. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, hello. I'm
1: V Chetty, and welcome to Frown Town. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, um, yeah, I'm oh. Jay Jones. Actually, you know, I'm I'm going full name. I'm Javen Jones now. I, I'm I'm doing it slowly. It's not uh, i don't do it. Yeah, really,
1: really. Now is the time you're gonna put your legal name out there.
0: Let's go. <laughs> I'm I'm like now is the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am unafraid. Uh, let's go. Like seriously, I I, um, I, I, I was all, and I think some of this is is my ongoing uh, personal liberation, where I am becoming more and more of who I am, legitimately. And uh, I've Ooh, I've always I, been. What's that light? Like? Oh man, I gotta tell you, it's. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute no uh it's, it's i was i so i think it's it's uh the thing that that and this is all just something that uh has happened a little bit because of therapy and also i think just a little bit age and there's a little bit more stability in my life so like i have more stability in my life where i actually can be the person i am and it's like started in small things where i was like you know i've always wanted dreads my entire life uh there were many factors why i didn't i never had them and now we're here uh right. you know always in preferred myself with the beard my entire life factors that were in societal pressures and other factors that kept me from growing a beard and maintaining it uh i don't feel those anymore or at least i don't adhere to them anymore so it's just little things like that where like i as a person you know Jay, that-
1: i too have always wanted a beard
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> I gotta tell you, it is fantastic. Uh, First of all, is that, and I, I think the only thing I hate about having a beard. And I, I want to say this, and I, I need to make sure I say it. Is that it's the only itchy? Thing, no, uh, actually, it's not. After a certain length, is fantastic. It, it really oh. doesn't itch after a certain length. Yeah, people. So after it gets to a certain length, like, and that's why I keep my beard at this length. At this length, I don't have itchy problems at all. Wow. It's and I use beard oil, so it's like super soft. It's very, it's luxurious in this thing. It's it's, it's a luxurious it's, beard. I've seen it yeah. in person. And I, I, it's a little bit lower because uh, I flew to Wisconsin and I had to fit. Uh, N95 mask over my face so I had to cut my beard down substantially and it's growing out now but I had to like substantially cut it down and get the mask on but uh, what I was gonna say that's not even the problem the problem with having I think a beard is that people assume that you look terrible without it and I, and like I don't I actually have photos of myself <laughs> on my phone favorite like prepped like no no no. i look good without the beard as well check out my jaw both ways yeah both ways (laughs) i was i was hot no matter what i did i'm better with the beard yes but i was good without like that was my only gripe but no um i will say this last thing about having a beard too like uh when i didn't have a beard i got carded all the time Mm. now with a beard i only get carded at the airport
1: See, I've gone from I've gone from always looking when I was identifying as a woman, always looking people thinking I was always older. Mm. And now I've gone to being carded all the time because people think that I'm a teenage boy.
0: Uh (laughs) Like you you do give off like uh, like K-pop vibes. Like, Like like if you told me you told me that you were in like a boy band, like if you told me you were in a boy band, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, have you considered, <laughs> Pop, have you considered, like, starting, like, a boy band just for shits and Have games? I
1: considered starting a boy band?
0: Because, uh, like, you have the look. You don't even yes. really need to sing. You have the look. Like, first of all, the look. You're there. You're the bad boy. Obviously. Come on. We know. Sure. I, and I just and need, to find, I, a, you need I, to find a good I'll boy. I'll say
1: this. Choreography. Yeah. Uh, I i found out really, I found out really quickly in college when I took a dance class that dyslexia can transfer to choreography, <laughs> and I did it, I did it, I did it really good, there's a video of me in a dance performance on a stage, mm-hmm. but it took all of the sheer mental will and power that I had in in my mind to do that, and it just, it made it less fun, um, so... so- as the I think bad the genre boy, you're
0: in... I
1: think as yeah. the bad boy, though, can I just wear a leather jacket and stand right. with my you're, arms see, that's crossed See, this what I was going to say. In the genre, the, in it the depends back. on the
0: genre you're in. So in the, right. in the K-pop genre, no. You cannot. Everyone must dance. Uh, it is not a name of a video game. It is it is the mantra of the K-pop. Like
1: I don't think I have. I don't think I have the energy uh, for. Like, do you know yeah. my dreams these days, Jay, are just me doing regular things and being so tired.
0: <laughs> I thought I was going to say that your dreams were just like you, like being like, oh man, I need to take a nap, and you take a nap in your dream. That would be awesome. I've had a I dream have where done I was that, like, but I, I've also yeah. like
1: last night, my dream was simply. We need to load this car and get out of here and get on to the next uh, part of our trip. And it took me 10 hours because all of my limbs were like extra heavy for some reason. Like those are just my dreams now.
0: You know what I I dreamt last night? I dreamt that uh, little black boys and girls and little white boys and girls could join hand. Okay. Um,
1: (laughs) It was just why It
0: was right there. I couldn't. I could not Okay, uh this is Frowntown. We're not here to talk about uh our dreams or Martin Luther well I guess maybe we're here to talk about a little bit about Martin Luther King Jr. Dreams dream j- Martin Luther King Jr. Dream. God, why is that so sure. hard for me to say? No, don't don't sure. support my inability to say that name. The blackness of me is hurting. <laughs> I, uh, okay, we we were going to do a whole thing about the January 6th commission and all the stuff that came out of that. And at some point, we are going to still do that uh, because now we actually know a lot of stuff, like a lot, a lot. Like we've been putting off doing it because like every week it feels like something kind of like pops off out of it. But the world is so on fire that the stuff that's popping out of it is like minor shit, right? It's like if you're watching a giant fireworks display in the sky and then there's this one amazing little firework that has like all these colors and sparkles. No,
1: so it's like if you're watching a good giant fireworks display display and then one of the fireworks barges explodes <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah there's there's a tragedy on the ground in front of you and you have to run for your life <laughs> that's uh fireworks
1: just start shooting that, sideways
0: like like uh oh my god there's a, a fucking video of that very thing happening in like malaysia somewhere or malawi i don't remember where it was it was an m word is mouth mal- it was mal country and I remember watching it and being like, holy shit. And it was it was exactly that. People were like, ooh, look at the fireworks. And they were looking at the sky and the camera. And all of a sudden, there was smoke everywhere. And they looked down. And there was fireworks on the ground. And it was just coming at people and that's where we are right now. There are fireworks in the sky, and we were really enjoying them, but now there's shit coming at us, and that's uh, appropriate for uh, when this is coming out because we're going to be pretty close to July 4th. Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about freedom, Ugh. V. We're talking about yep. freedom in America, V. What's that? Freedom has never been at a blah, blah, blah low. What is this? I can't this do conservative fr- fr- voice. Fr-
1: fr- freedom? freedom?
0: Yeah. What is freedom? I don't even know anymore. Uh, we we've, we've have gotten a lot of freedom stripped in of so- a-
1: it's Well, no, it's that's not true. We, got,
0: we gained the freedom and we lost it's, the freedom. It's it was interesting, like a-
1: Jay, because, you know, I feel it's very, it's very strange to me uh, where I'm living in a time where I can legally get an X for my gender marker on my passport. Mm-hmm. But if I uh, get pregnant, which I can still get pregnant, that's a thing that can still happen to me. Um, I don't have a choice whether or not I carry that pregnancy. I mean, (laughs) listen, see, and, and you also can't talk about what, like I personally, I use contraceptives, you know, which may or may not be legal in a few months.
0: (laughs) Honestly, the, the, the other real question here is that there are some places that have uh, attempted to ban IUDs and that's a real shit show of a... Uh, because, I mean, that that's that puts a lot of people in dangerous territory, essentially, of just... Well, and I want to point
1: if- out... <clears throat> I want to point out that for young people, uh, for young people who... Young people with, with uteruses who get IUDs as... You know, some people... Like, for me, an IUD has actually changed my life in the fact that like i don't have 10 day periods anymore you know and part of that's the testosterone helping out but i've had an iud since i was 19 years old because my periods would make it difficult to function so and and i'm have bad ADD and it's hard for me to take birth control all the time and I tried the Nuva Ring, but then you have sex and then you have to play that game called Find the Ring and sometimes
0: <laughs> like <laughs> it's not a fun game it's <laughs> not the fun game that you think it is it is <laughs> yeah but
1: the thing is is that like you know, you were saying like, oh, let's not talk about January six. Let's talk about this. But I think all of this shit and the trans bills and all that stuff is all part of one larger thing, right? Because let's say you're a teenager who has an IUD and you're in school, and now there's a law that says if you don't, if you're, you know, now there are laws that say if you, if you're uh, a person, you know, if you're a woman. And we don't, or you're a girl, and we don't think you look enough like a girl or a woman. We can force you to have a physical examination so we can determine if you're actually a real woman and still participate in sports. Yeah. And when they get that examination, guess what they're going to see? They're going to see IUD strings. And so you don't have privacy, as especially as a young person in high school, to even have birth control. If you get an IUD, you could get one in a different state, and if you play sports you have to worry about getting some fucking random person being like we need to look at your cervix and prove that you're a real woman
0: i think it's uh so i think the interconnecting parts because part you of this won really too many that...
1: basketball games or some shit you know what i mean sorry yeah go ahead no
0: i would say i think the interconnecting parts of this uh really just stems from uh culturally a hard right shift it feels that so i've been t- really fighting to try to figure out where this is coming from because it, it's it's happening across the world, right? So if you look at... I can tell you <coughs> exactly
1: where it's coming from, Jay.
0: Well, give me a second to finish because uh, sure. I think there's... There's a couple other things, because I I, I do have a couple thoughts about this, but I think it's it's something that is happening across the world. So if you look at uh, other countries that are going through election cycles as well, what you're noticing is there's a a growth in, especially Western countries, in a rightward shift. So France, uh, Marine Le Pen didn't win, but had the highest amount of support uh, that she has ever had. Their actual parliamentary uh, parties, excuse me, their actual parliament is being restructured because of the support that was going more for the right. Uh, and also th- because of some fracturing of, of support for the left, whereas before they were kind of very much just centrist. Um, I think we see, I think we, we see it in America as well, where there's just, it seems to be there is this, uh, fracturing away from like the mainstream set of politics towards like either extreme left or extreme right views. I think there's a lot of polarization that is happening just because we have the ability to like actually like talk our way through like our opinions and, and just completely dismiss other people who don't uh who differ in our opinion and i'm not saying that like we shouldn't be able to have that ability especially when so many of those opinions are about our rights to exist but again i think it's 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 kind of a culmination of, of that and i think also there is like and we've talked about this before uh in numbers and 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 demographically the subsection of people who really truly believe uh hard right christian beliefs is dwindling uh it's it's just some shit that's just not does not catching on with the youth it never has and it's it's traditionally been less and less and less and they have always just kind of maintained power uh through government and through money right and i think what we're seeing is it's just now this is like the it's like the end game it's like all right so they know that that this is the only way that they are ever going to keep and maintain their traditional way of life and so now this is they're throwing everything in on this and because we've never really considered right-wing policies threatening as a country, even though they have been the entire time, because we've never considered it threatening, they've been able to gain access to levels of power on every single, like at city, state, and federal levels. And there's, and now it's, it's at, it's at a point where it's like, uh, you know, on a roller coaster where you know we've crested the hill and we're going down now, and you can do what you want, but your brakes or whatever, you're not stopping the train. And I think that's where we are right now. So, I I don't
1: know if that's analogous to what you were getting ready to say. Uh, Well, what I want to say is that I grew up in the evangelical church, and I remember even as a child, you know, 20, 25 years ago, they were talking about building a nation. Five years ago, you said? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, five years ago. But when I was in it, you know, several decades ago, they were talking about creating a nation for the Lord, you know, Mm -hmm. and... We used to go on mission trips and our mission trips were not our mission trips. You know, sometimes like we would go to Cuba and bring people transmissions and medicine and shit like that. And that was all well and good. But like it was also to like there's a reason that like fucking you can be killed for being gay in some countries now. And it's because Christian missionaries have gone and proselytized all over the world to you know non-western countries you know like it's illegal to be gay in uganda um <laughs> like there's a lot of people out there who would like to see us dead and they have taken that and they've gone to other countries and basically been like hey have you heard about uh gay people and how they're going to harm your children and um so they're not just proselytizing you know jesus they're proselytizing uh the death cult that yeah. you know anyone I agree. who and yeah anyone who isn't no, a, I agree. So it's happening all over the world because evangelicals have been all over the world and because they have a lot of money and they're they're very fucking good at creating campaigns. Like I don't know, this happened all the time in like Florida and shit, like as youth group, like you would, like, do a fun, cool, like, party on the beach. And you would, like, go out and be like, hey, you want to join the party? Like, there's a party here. Come join our party. And people would come in and, like, realize that there wasn't any alcohol. And that was kind of weird. But they were still hanging out. But it was, like, this bait and switch where you would, like, attract people to come hang out at your super cool, super fun party where everyone was having so much fun. And then surprise, it's it's about jesus
0: yeah Freaking it in guys let's let's take a minute to to really reflect on the scripture it's like what the fuck just happened <laughs> We were playing volleyball <laughs> and that shit,
1: i mean that shit has happened that shit happened to me in seattle recently like i was it was like around halloween and there was this dude who was dressed up like the only way i can describe it is like his halloween costume was that he was into punk rock <laughs>
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say and, he was the Passion of Christ. So he was literally dressed and as and the he Pastor like
1: he was like, oh hey man, like we're having a like I was dressed up for Halloween as well, and it's like oh we're having a really cool Halloween party over here, and he points. I was like, that's a church. <laughs>
0: That's what makes it cool. There's a dude hanging on a cross, but he's still alive. <laughs> fucking
1: metal, bro.
0: <laughs> no, I, I think it's, uh, I mean, like I said, to an extent, I, I, uh, I understand that because uh, I was raised a Jehovah's Witness and a large part of uh, the entirety of its faith and doctrine stems from uh, evangelizing. So like going forth and like telling others and converting them. And so Jehovah's Witnesses do that uh, like at a, at a large scale around the world. And I think even when you consider, uh, like how much, uh, the Christian faith has not only just through its own efforts, but also just through general co- colonialism has kind of pervaded throughout the world, it's easy to see where a lot of the hatred for, uh, women, um, for minorities, and, uh specifically for racial and also uh, uh minorities uh, due to identification and minorities due to sexual identification. I feel like it's easy to see where all of that hatred comes from. Uh, and I think the I, I think the, the the thing that that concerns me the most about all of this is like while we're figuring this out right and, and I know we said we were going to talk about codifying Roe v Wade and we are, uh, but while we're trying to get all this figured out, First of all, it, it's two things. For, it, we have to, like, figure out how to maintain all of this once we do figure it out. Which, I mean, good luck. We we technically figured it out, like, back in the 70s. And then here we are. And, and the other thing that I have an issue with this, with this primarily is that um, I don't know if we're going to get this all squared away and sorted in time. Right? Right. So, like... Well, there are other... Oh, go ahead.
1: I don't know if we're going to get it all squared away and sorted in time, because to me, it does not seem that... Like, I'm really tired, and I'm sure you're very tired of people, mainly, like, white people, <laughs> being shocked um, about what's happening, being surprised that this has happened, and saying you know and literally having Clarence Thomas say that you know the next steps are reconsidering contraception and same-sex marriage and basically all of our privacy rights yeah and and you still have people saying well that won't happen but that's what you said about abortion and then that's what you yeah. said about Donald Trump getting elected and
0: i think it's it, so I, th- I think it's it's um if we're we're really going to try to dive into that part of the 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 human psyche i think it's it's a disbelief that things will change despite those things happening it's, it's almost like you know the the frog in the pot of boiling water is because it's not like all of a sudden happening it's like because right. you're not throwing him right into the boiling water it's it's imperceptible for the majority of people unless you're just really paying attention um and but i think it's it's. Also- it's Go ahead. No, I was going to say I, and I think some of it is it's also perspective. So I think it's it's if you are not losing your rights personally or you feel that you're not losing your rights personally, and I think there are a lot of people who are sheltered from this because of where they live, because of how much money they have, because yeah. of just general access and privilege. I think because if you're not losing your personal rights, it is very easy for you, I feel, to miss the purport of where this is going. It's it's right. it's I guess it, it's almost like being at the back of the roller coaster. If we're gonna continue that analogy, we crest You know, the front crest the hill, and we know it's the people in the front are like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. But for the people in the back, we're still like tick 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 because we haven't gone over the hill yet. Yeah,
1: but like the thing is, is that when you're at the back of the roller coaster, you can still hear the people at the front of the roller coaster fucking screaming.
0: Yes, I get that, but that, <gasps> but again, you hear them screaming, and you're like, wait, what are they screaming at? Because you can't see it. You don't, and and like that's that's the. Like I think- even if and, and the the roller coaster I'm going to use in this case because I feel like I need to make sure that this works from an analogy standpoint is space sure. mountain because it's in the dark <laughs> and that's and that's what I need <laughs> you to know. So space mountain is in the dark. You don't see what's happening. So you do the the traditional uptake, but then as you're doing it, you don't know where the hill is. You just hear people start screaming. You think, oh shit, is that the drop? And then bam, there's the drop. But by the time it gets to you, you you ha- you hear the warnings. But you still don't really see it because of just where you are perspective wise.
1: What I love about this roller coaster analogy too is that it's that we're on a set track that just keeps repeating itself over and over and over and yeah. over again.
0: Yeah. And and I think the worst part about it as well is that like the majority of the country is on the back of the train. <laughs> if we're, the and it, the are right. not even the majority. The majority of the country we need to pay attention. Well, in, is on in, is on the back of the train. So, purposely, so they're they're purposely ignoring it and just using as much of their privilege as they can to to disengage for whatever reason.
1: I'll say this, and I remember. I mean, I was involved in stuff before, like Donald Trump got elected. Like I was aware of some like. The, the, the fact that people didn't think that he could get elected freaked me out. Um, and the thing is, is I remember the day that the election results came out and I had had a friend who was like a butch lesbian who basically some guys chased her down with like a broken beer bottle and like hit her in the face. And like she had sent a picture out and she was like fully like all bloody like and this was in Everett.
0: that doesn't surprise me Everett is a shitty place
1: yeah like it wasn't um like it it was it was just right outside of seattle and i remember being really freaked out about that um and because i was in new york and i was about to go back to seattle and i was really scared um and i was showing the picture of my friend's bloody face to my father and my stepmother being like I'm freaking out. And my response from them was, well, your friend must have said something to them first for that to happen to them. And no, no, that's not what happened. They just yelled slurs at her, said Donald Trump, and then hit her in the face with a broken beer bottle.
0: Is is there a thing that you can say that makes you deserve getting slashed up with a broken beer bottle? Is no. there something that 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 you can say that, that makes w- that but justified? I was, sh-
1: I was showing them this picture of this person who's bloody, and their only response is, "What did that person do to invoke the rage of these?" Well,
0: no, I think it. I think it's so because they're your parents. I think it, it was it's. My parents do this thing too, right? Where and my parents have done it as me being black, and my mom has done this for sure because uh, you know. She's a black woman. I'm a black man. Where they they tell you to like just like to uh, not provoke the police, not to say something to make them angry, right? And I think what your parents were trying to do in that moment was to say like, well, if you just mind your business and don't say anything, then that won't happen to you. Is what they're trying to right. tell you. And I and I think that that mentality and that sentiment is the problem. The, the, well, the, and problem that's the thing is though, is that, that I've
1: been I've been. Um you know encouraging them over the last few years to get involved and to be you know because they complain and they'll talk about how they're arguing you know and i always tell them like arguing with trump supporters on facebook isn't actually doing any good for anyone it's just feeding your own ego yeah and they don't you know i i messaged my stepmother and i said hey Remember when I was freaking out in 2016 and you Mm -hmm. told me to calm down and she was like, you know, I didn't think they'd go this far. I'm on your side now. And I was like, okay, so what are you going to do about it? (laughs) Like a bunch of us have been fighting this whole time and before that even. So now what are you going to do about it? And my response was, well, I live in New York. The governor is working on it. And I suggested, hey, maybe Maybe get out in the streets. Maybe donate some money to an abortion fund in a different state. You can buy Plan B on Amazon so you can give it out to your, uh, you know, you have a teenage kid. You can give it out to their friends if they need it. Like, you can fucking um, literally do anything.
0: Other than just wait for the government to take care of it.
1: other, Other than just, exactly, wait for the government to take care of it and, you know... Like, i happen I think, to also you know i like and and their response to that was to not want to speak to me anymore because they don't want to hear it
0: yeah i i think the the issue again is that for a lot of people they feel as if uh this is not this still isn't their problem like we were just talking about there at the back of the train and until it impacts them and it, it's a lot of issues too right so like gun control I think until you have someone that you know get shot, it doesn't impact you. I think truly uh, it feels like it, it has to be the case because, I mean, while we're getting some legislation passed, it's never enough. Right. Uh, and it, there's always, like, more push to have more guns and never to have less. I think it's it's not just that, but, like, uh, when it comes to abortion rights, I think when it comes even to voting rights – Again, for a lot of people, it's like, well, I can vote and my voice is heard. So fuck it. Who cares about anyone else's?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess that, I guess that, that just feels, it it does, you know, and you know how this is, but it feels shitty when your family members are like, I don't care to fight for
0: you. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like it's, it's, it's. It's shitty when your family members are that way. But, I mean, if, if we're being honest, it, it's a it's endemic to the entire country. Exactly. It's not just your family. It's just that is the prevailing attitude.
1: It's a small example of, like, the wider attitude of people thinking that someone else is working on it.
0: Or even that, like, it's someone else's job to do. Like, the fact that it is impacting your country means that it is something that you also need to be involved in settling. settling. If you're saying it bothers you that your country, again... It bothers me that my country is like this. I'm going to wait for someone else to fix my country. No, it's not... This is your country. You come in and you help fix it. Even if it's like, like if it was, even if it was your car and you have to have a mechanic fix it, you still have to go find the mechanic, get the money for the mechanic, talk to the mechanic, make sure you trust the mechanic, and then make sure as the work is happening that the car is still being maintained afterwards. There's still work for you to do if the car is broken. You can't just be like, well, the mechanic's got it and that's it. And the attitude that most people take is, well, the mechanic's got it, and or well, you know, if you're a man, you think, well, women will do, women will take care of that, uh, or if, if in the case of transfer if you're not trans a lot of times it's like well the trans people are fighting they'll, they'll take yeah, care of that yeah
1: the one percent of the population who's trans yeah we'll do it all by ourselves
0: <laughs> yeah they're fighting they'll be fine and you know i'll vote for people that say that they're into it whatever we'll get there and i think it's it's this almost this attitude and, and i'm gonna we got to go to break so uh we'll go to break on this but the thing that i, I saw this this week i was watching um, i was watching uh, the g word with adam conover and there's this whole conversation he has with uh, obama about like change right because obama wants to change and and progress person Obama's like well you have to understand there's so many different people and you know change is going to be something that happens slowly and the entire time as I'm watching that and he's like well we're gonna make it we're gonna you know and, and and I get the whole like there's hope but like the issue I have I think with that entire thing is that it still proposes that once change has happened that it will stay changed
1: right that you don't have to do anything you don't have to keep working
0: right and I think what And it's like, well, it'll be slow, but we'll get there doesn't really paint the proper picture because I think there are massive earth shattering changes that can happen very quickly as we have seen. But yes, you have to do a lot of work to get there and it takes a lot of effort, but it can happen quickly, but it also can... Change back quickly as well.
1: Right, it can happen if it can change. If we can get this many of our fucking rights stripped from us, like we don't have the right, like we don't have the right to be mirandized anymore. We don't have that. We don't have the right to abortions anymore. We've lost so many rights within a week. We can get it done that fast to take them away, but we can't get it done that fast to fucking codify shit and give people rights like that seems right. like a problem in the machinery and I mean,
0: let, let's 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 be let's be realistic though if we are going to be honest the other side did spin because i mean the Miranda rights have been in existence this is the 1950s the uh Roe v. Wade has been in existence since the 1970s it's not like the other side hasn't been actively working as well
1: oh and that's the thing is that they're willing to go out and do the thing and show up to fucking city council yeah. meetings and say that gay people need to be shot in the back of the head they're willing to fucking do that and show up and keep pushing and pushing and pushing, and they're the only ones out there, like being annoying at city council meetings. Like we got to get more people. I
0: think I think it's it's not just that, but it's it's so it, it is, and I, think that, and I think that you're correct, and I'm not disagreeing with you. But I think the overarching point that I was trying to make is that that's why change never stays. Right. It's because for whatever and it's not even like a like the overwhelming majority of americans feel this in a small it, it, it's so much closer than it should be and because it, it, there's just this back and forth where we're constantly like pulling a little bit this way and then pulling them back the other way and then pulling a little bit this way and then pulling back the other way and, and what i'm saying is that for us who are at the focus of those changes happening if it, it's happening quickly for us but when we look at it from the totality it's it's like like a, it's like a longer piece of thread, right, that's being pulled back and forth. At the center, at the focus of where the pull is happening, where we are, it feels like it's just jerking back and forth like crazy. But it's, it's been these opposing forces pulling for a very long time. And I think what, I, what I'm saying is, is, ultimately, we need to pick what we're going to be. We can't keep going back and forth because there are too many lives that hang in the balance from it, but we need to figure out what we are. Who are we as a country? What are we going to be? What do we stand for? It can't be that we stand for that really fucked up shit that we did initially with the country, or we stand for this thing that we keep saying we are, but we can't keep limping back and forth. And there is not a compromise to be found when we come back from break.
1: Well, you know, you cut the pregnant people in half, right? That's the compromise.
0: Maybe we just start uh, taking babies out and we uh take them out early and figure out a way to like just have them live in a little robot on their own i don't know when we come from, back from break let's talk about uh codifying roe v wade and i guess uh cyborg baby carriers <laughs> we'll be back I, I was gonna sing and then i remember we didn't even sing on the first one we just did like a cold open right did we
1: yeah we were just no like singing. talking there was
0: no singing we were just talking yeah
1: no singing today
0: <laughs> <laughs> singing requires joy <sighs> and mirth and i like the word mirth Uh, though it's a fun word my favorite thing about the word mirth is that uh is
1: that it rhymes with girth
0: (laughs) that's it's not my favorite thing about it uh i though i guess that's pretty good i i was actually gonna say that i like mirth because it doesn't sound like what it is like mirth sounds like it would be like like it, it reminds me of murder more than anything else like <laughs> if you were like ah i just made a fun like i made a fun like shortened version of murder i call it mirth it's like yeah i just mirth that dude like you would think like <laughs> all right so that dude's dead like i just yeah i mirthed them and i may be murking as well because i think of like
1: it's it's that's when you murk a smurf murth. yeah
0: you mirth and so that's what i'm saying and, but then it just, means, <laughs>
1: it
0: just means joy and you're like oh okay well that's weird um it's just it's it just is never there's a lot of words i guess that have that like Overall, if you hear it, it's not what it means, and I and I I like it because it almost feels like they were trying to hide the fact that people were happy. It's like, ah, oh, look at all that mirth out there. It's like, ah, oh, man, people must be dying outside. We gotta stay inside. And it was like, yeah, that's right. We told you the truth, but you don't know it. Maybe that's maybe that's just me. I don't trust uh, the people who invented English words. I feel like they were trying to hide the truth from us within the words themselves. Now I've gone full paranoid V. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's hey, it's the know, language that's itself is trying to oppress us. Um jeez, yeah. <laughs> that's where I'm at now. I'm I'm looking for oppression yeah, in language.
1: Uh words just cancel Words on. have
0: meanings, v. You know what those meanings do they oppress you?
1: Cancel cancel language, Jay. Cancel it. It's canceled.
0: Only if we communicate solely through interpretive dance from now on.
1: Oh man.
0: And you have to use at least two props. Two? At least two at all times. Shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Shit. There's going to be a lot of words I can't say cuz I can't move that way.
0: <laughs> I think uh I, I so first of all, I think by default like everyone would should default to like the uh I call them stick ribbons, but I know that's not what they are. But you're know, like in, in gymnastics. Stick have- ribbons.
1: No, I know exactly what you just, they're just ribbons. Yeah,
0: I call them stick ribbons because I want sticks to be attached to them. I think it Ribbon adds. Ribbon dancing. Yeah, I think the, the sticks being attached to the ribbons uh, adds a layer of, of control that just holding the ribbons in your hands do not. So I want them to have sticks. You know, sticks.
1: I think that's great and all, but I would like to go one step further because I think, like,
0: yeah, you're chucks. committed I get it. to that's... this
1: no language thing, <laughs> but you could be more committed. Personally, I think that we should only communicate with those wind-up fairy flying dolls from the 90s. Mm. You know, you would, like, twist them and pull yeah. a string, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, they yeah. fly in the air, and they twirl. Okay. Only I feel way like, to communicate. I
0: feel like the problem with that... Well, there's a couple couple issues. <laughs> uh, no control whatsoever. I feel like there has to be some yeah. control for communication. Uh, and then the other problem is that how are we going to get enough of those for everyone? Like, everyone listen, has a body. That's not,
1: that's not our problem. That's everyone has a body.
0: Problem. You don't have to do a good interpretive dance. You just have to interpret. It doesn't have to be good. But <laughs> so I would, it would be dope if, uh, cause I think we do this with language now. If people who are like really good dancers are the ones who are like, oh man, I'm just, I could, I could listen to them talk all day. It's, it's that. V- yeah. <laughs> version but it's just like watching them dan- and all they're doing is just like telling the weather but it's just like we're all like man we can't we can't look away they're dancing so good I would be into I would that. love that it's I would fantastic. also like to see us get like abstract concepts down with interpretive dance that would be fun <laughs> like how do you explain uh nihilism in with interpretive dance i would love to see that <laughs> it would just be fun i i look forward to that universe i don't know maybe we're headed that way we uh damn sure not doing a good job of keeping ourselves where we are currently
1: listen i'm i'm just telling you the writers of this reality they keep running out of ideas so it's only a matter of time before they do an episode where just language is outlawed
0: i'm into it i actually uh I need something different. Let's mix it up. I just, uh, I'm I'm tired of having the same fights. Speaking of which, let's have the same fight. Uh, V, before we went to break, one of the things that we talked about is that, uh, and I I made this whole analogy about thread, and I think I was thinking more like flossing, but whatever. Like, you know, a rope being pulled back and forth. Like, you know, when you play uh, like tug of war, all the teams on one side- uh, and all the teams the other side pulling back and forth and at the, at the, the flag that's determining, you know, who wins, there's a lot of back and forth and herky jerkiness and it feels like a lot, but if you're actually on one end, it doesn't feel like that much just because uh, you have the totality of the the rope to consider. All right. So, um, here's the thing I guess I, I am going to say is that we have an opportunity as a country to at least momentarily stop having the tug of war with, uh, with 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 rights in general Uh, and and we we built a a um a way for us to do that path for us to be able to do that uh and i I think we know what that path is v we've talked about it before uh it's called fucking laws we built laws so we wouldn't have to do this bullshit. yeah fucking laws and the point of a law is that uh once it's agreed to you have to go through great effort to remove it we've seen that like you have to you know write more laws and Typically, that's just harder. So, uh, I mean, sure. point in case, uh, we all still have, um, <laughs> the, Amer- uh, the, uh, the, ACA is, is still in place and people have tried to, to remove it. They have tried. Here we are. Uh, so I, I keep want to call it Obamacare. Can we still go? Let's call it Obamacare. So here we are. Why not? Uh, yeah. Still here. Why not? I
1: mean, listen, the last time that my partner ordered a do rag on the internet, he got an Obama air freshener with it. So yeah. We can call it Obamacare. <laughs> Let's call it Obamacare. All right. So, uh, but the
0: Affordable Care Act is, was a law. And even with the changing of a regime and a majority of people, uh, remember, the Affordable Care Act withstood, uh, a majority Senate Republican and a majority, uh, Republican House and, uh, a, a Republican in the, the White House. It withstood that.
1: Yeah, because people like being able to afford to live. Yes,
0: because laws are actually fantastic when they work, and we have that that built. So, for for example, right now we are in the throes of uh, the tug of war with uh, abortion rights, and we could codify abortion rights. So, good news on that is there is already a legislative bill in place in the House. It is HR 3755 fifty five that actually, and it's it's poorly uh, named, and I apologize to everyone uh, here. And who's listening that is named this way, I was not part of the naming process, but it's called, uh <laughs> yeah, I was not. And if it makes you feel any better, uh, I wasn't part of the naming process. And a lot of you were not even thought of the process of the naming. But it's called the Women's Health Protection Act of 2021. Just want to state that more than women have, uh or excuse me, more than women need access to abortions. Just want to make sure we state that. Um uh,
1: yeah I'm a man and I could have an abortion what I up? like how
0: you like how you said that like uh like <laughs> it it just had a uh the tone of it was like what I would expect gotcha from, yeah that and it was like that yeah <laughs> the gotcha-ness of it I think it was the tone it's like why that's not a, that's not really a gotcha is it okay so if you have a womb you you may need access to an abortion you do not have to be a woman to have a womb uh welcome to a whole new area of society where we're doing this thing where we, we let people tell us who they are and we believe them. <laughs> so
1: Yeah, I have a womb and I have a dick. What up?
0: <laughs> less gotcha Try for that me. one. What happened to the you had a real gotcha vibe on the first one, and that one was just like less gotcha vibe.
1: I took a sip from my wine bag, so oh, okay. maybe I'm feeling less aggressive. <laughs> okay, that,
0: that might be what happened. It's the first one, mad gotcha vibes.
1: I just want to say, uh this this episode of Frowntown. Brought to you by boxed wine. Well,
0: in my case, it's brought to you by zero sugar sun When you need to have a kiss of the sun, reach for a zero sugar sun kissed. All right, because
1: um, you, yeah, there's no, there's, <laughs> there's no, no pandas for
0: that. No one's pandas for that, uh yo. Yeah, but it does taste like outside. Like it's, uh, I love sun kissed. <laughs> seems like
1: outside
0: Okay, so let's talk about uh, HR 3755. It is the Women's Health Protection Act of 2021 and it prohibits our it has I'm just going to read it. It prohibits government restrictions on the provision of and access to abortion services. Specifically, governments may not limit a provider's ability to prescribe certain drugs, offer abortion services via telemedicine, or immediately provide abortion services when the provider, excuse me, determines a delay risk the patient's health. We can pause there and talk about the fact that a doctors can't prescribe certain drugs uh to pregnant women because uh it can induce an abortion and they're not allowed to prescribe certain drugs it's also straight up and down uh, drugs that are meant to induce abortions they're not allowed to prescribe at all you can't offer abortion services via telemedicine so if i am uh hanging out in washington as a doctor who does have abortion services uh and and you're in mississippi and you're like yo i need services i can't telehealth into you to get those services i would have to drive um, yeah. And that, as you can well, imagine... Well, and it's also,
1: too, I want to point out that sometimes when, um, let's say you're pregnant and uh-huh. you have fucking cancer and you need to get chemo, if that chemo could harm your baby, you can't get it. So then you just got to die of cancer.
0: That's fucked up because then also the baby was still... Anyway, uh, yes. So, yep. Uh, yep. And then um, you... Also, the, the last part is that that's immediately provide abortion services. So there are times when uh, the, the the health of uh, the person carrying the baby is in jeopardy and the baby needs to be aborted to save that person. Um, there's places where that, that's not a possibility. You can't do that now. That's just, that's just a thing that happens. It's just like, well, we just have to hope that you don't die. Um, or I guess just wait for you to die and then pull the baby out in then ward of the state. I don't know what the game plan is for that. Uh, Furthermore, the government may not require a provider to perform unnecessary medical procedures, provide medically inaccurate information, comply with credentialing or other conditions that do not apply to providers whose services are medically comparable to abortions or carry out all services connected to an abortion. Uh, so it, it's, this whole thing where it's like, well, first we got to have an ultrasound and have you look it in the eyes and be like, look at the baby. You can see it. Listen to its heartbeat. You don't have to uh, then be like, well, did you know at this point the baby can feel pain and blah, blah. You don't have to go through like, well, have you considered to go into abortion? You have to like go through all these steps and fill out paperwork and say like, no, I don't yeah, want to. You got
1: to hold Ad- my adoption, hand while I show you the fingernails. Yeah.
0: Like here, hold, hold another baby that's not yours, but may look like yours. Hold that baby <laughs> in your arms while you abort the one that you have. like it's 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 legitimate yeah, like
1: you gotta stare at it. You legally have to like look your baby in the eyes for like we're like gonna, an hour and a half. We're gonna give you a desert you can- eagle
0: and an ultrasound you got to you got to find the baby in it yourself and then shoot the baby in the forehead with a dart eagle you got to do it yeah gotta, we're
1: actually going to make you give birth and then we're going to make you shoot your own baby with a gun and that's yeah. the only way you can have an abortion that's the
0: only way you got to you got to look it in the eyes and just bow bow and then oh. we're
1: going to arrest you for murdering a baby a baby
0: yes uh you're going to go to jail but i mean congratulations your abortion has been taken taken care of but they th- all of that stuff that was required in most cases this would ban all of that uh so I said, like I said, there is a little bit of good news. This has passed the House because the House is controlled by Democrats. So I guess hooray.
1: Yeah, it's a, How's that working for us? <laughs> well,
0: it's not because the Senate is split. And here's the thing: the Senate is uh here because there are pro-life, and I hate that as a as a term, but there are pro-life Democrats, or I guess anti-abortion, really. So I don't have to use the term, but if I don't like it, there are anti-abortion I Democrats.
1: Would say- I'm gonna say they're pro forced birth Democrats.
0: Yeah, anti-abortion, pro forced birth Democrats, and there are uh, while there are some uh, like pro-abortion or really just pro-choice uh, Republicans, they're moderate in their pro-choice. So it's like extreme situations and scenarios that they're comfortable with it. Every other scenario they're not, and they vote only for extreme situations and scenarios. Uh, so this bill, as it is written currently. And it is headed to the Senate, and they're voting on it. As just as a heads up, uh, they will vote on it. Man, I'm not sure when they're going to vote on it next, actually. Uh, so I'm not 100 sure when they're voting on it, but it's it's there, and it could codify it. I just don't know if if they're gonna. If actually, I don't. There's they're not. not it's pass not it.
1: scheduled.
0: It's not. So it, it's, it's just sitting there. Yeah. So great. And I, I think too, also the. So here's the thing, and I'm in a weird I'm in a weird place. So we have traditionally, in the past, I think, and on this show as well, have talked about the need for uh, like consistent and proactive voting, right? Like voting for local level officials, voting for state level officials, voting for national level officials, uh, putting support and you know supporting groundwork effort to educate. Uh, voters in your area, especially if you're in an area that, that tends to vote a little bit more red or that has, uh, um, less education and understanding and perspective, putting forth that effort to kind of help in, in supporting that effort, however you can, to, to try to change things. That, that's, that has been overarchingly, I think, the, uh, the stance that we have considered to be the, the good and right stance. Like, oh, this is the thing you should do. I, I don't know that that's the answer here. And no,
1: we voted. Oh. Uh, we did the voting.
0: Well, I th- it's a couple of different. So it's there's it's it's more nuanced than just go vote because I think the problem is yes we all voted, but I mean like as a country I think we all turned out, but the way that our country is sectioned and the way our votes are counted have made it so that even if everyone turned out in force, which so far everyone has not, but even if everyone turned out in force, right, we don't get enough representation to truly show the sampling of what the country is at. So like mm-hmm. uh you know it's one of those things where uh 70% of the country is going to end up being represented by like 30% of the senators. And overwhelmingly as a system that prevents people from wanting to continue to vote and I you would think you would think you would think right if if you were uh voting for Democrats and then they had some semblance of power and they've realized that, okay, for us to continue to maintain this power, to keep the country from falling into something worse, we would take whatever steps we could to, you know, make it easier for people to vote in general, to make votes count across the board where they should. You would think that that would be like, and I mean, it's it's, it's self-servingly good for them, right? Where it's like, look, if you do uh, these things, like if you make it easier for people to vote, if you... Uh, clear the path for people to be able to uh not only vote but also be engaged in in public discourse if you uh if you even give people rights and, and codify uh rights so that people are able to kind of like pursue life uh to have healthcare taking if you just any of those but if you would just codify any one of those and, and just clear the path for that overwhelmingly especially for voting rights overwhelmingly the, the support that you would receive for that would pay off in you being able to long term do even more so you would think that that would be the first like logical strategical step of like we need to like branch out to do better so the first thing bam voting rights and you know what at all costs fuck it Fil- filibuster get rid of it because why why are we holding on to it if unless we think they're gonna get they're gonna get it back if, if we if we act decisively, if we take care of voting rights, maybe they do get, uh, power back fine, but with voting rights cleared and out of the way and that, that all the, the goddamn nonsense that's happening, the chances of it happening are, are lower, so much lower. And you would think that that party that would benefit from that the most would do it and and i'll be honest with you i 100 percent believe that when republicans get power again and i'm not saying if when because they're going to get power again when they get power again that filibuster is going to get taken down and we're about to see some shit
1: oh they're going to do everything they wanted because the democrats were like we need to compromise when the other side but the republicans aren't out here trying to compromise they're just like we're going to do i'm not even knocking
0: compromise i am knocking in action in this case, like yeah. compromise would be fine if it were possible, but it's not that having been said, you tried to compromise. Great action now. It's, it shouldn't be. We need to compromise to the point of being inactive. And that's where we are. We are compromising to the point of being inactive. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I think we should all be furious about it because quite frankly, we're being fucked. So it, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm upset about it, but I'm more upset about the fact that if we're being honest about, about everything across the board, we are watching one party that uh, understands the moment completely shrink from it. And another party that doesn't quite get it, like the moment itself, aggressively doing everything they can. Actually, maybe both parties understand the moment, but the, the second party is aggressively doing everything it can to hold on to power. Uh, and, and the sad part is the people who are aggressively fighting are the evil ones. Though technically they're both yeah. evil, but the lesser of two evils is, is is being a bitch. And it's like, just be evil too. Just be evil, but give us rights while you're doing it. Because, I mean, I get it. They're going to be evil to everyone who's not American. That's par, par for the course. But at least don't be evil to us. <laughs> like, we made you. And I, I get that. It's a fucked up stance. But, like, I mean, like, we got to start somewhere. And I, I like to be a little less fucked I'm up. I'm just so-
1: saying, you know, maybe don't be evil uh, I, I, i've already seen a lot of uh women and also people with uteruses saying that you know why should i pay taxes when i don't have uh rights so it's like
0: because they'll fucking put you in jail That's, y'all
1: gotta watch out and i just want to put it out there um obviously if you're the type of person who would try to coerce somebody to have sex without a condom or would take a condom off while you're having sex, but if you're that type of person, and you do that now, like you might get literally fucking murdered because there's no recourse anymore.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like
1: so fucking. <laughs> hopefully, if you're that your type of person, shit. you're not,
0: Hopefully, if you're that type of person, you're not listening to our show. Like you, at this point, should have left. This is not you. you. We hate you. You would be
1: surprised the number of very liberal ally men who will do that. Yeah, that's
0: not that's not cool. Uh, I I I would hope at this point that you would understand that we're a show that does not appreciate. I'm just
1: saying that, like Eileen Wernos, like we're invoking her ghost right now. So watch your fucking shit.
0: I was gonna say concealed carry is back, baby. Uh, Okay, so. Here's the thing.
1: You can carry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna invent a gun that fits inside of a vagina. I bet
0: that already exists. Come on, (laughs) you know that already exists. There's no way. No one has been like a vagina gun. That doesn't make sense. There's no way that hasn't been made already. That exists already. I I 100% bet if you googled it, just vagina gun, you'll find. Not not right now. Let's let's talk about something else real quick. But like, I bet. 100% 100% bet it exists.
1: We all need vagina guns.
0: Uh, I, I think what we need is, is sensible laws. Uh, sensible laws that protect <laughs> your rights. Like, guns aren't the answer. Guns are, are part of another problem as well. And vagina guns are just going to exacerbate even more. On if we can't
1: end. have abortions, then we need vagina guns. So, this is my his- platform.
0: Here's something that I find interesting, and uh, I want to give these two different points of view. So one side, I, and I was going to end with this one-sided point of view because uh, this is most likely what we're headed to, but there's also another point of view that comes from history that I kind of love. So let's end with that one. So let's start with the the lopsided one. Uh, so this is from Bloomberg News. What you should know about Bloomberg News is they are right-leaning. Um I feel like you should know the 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 lean of every uh news site that you go to. This is Bloomberg Law, so like uber right leaning. But I feel like you should know the the leanings of every news site that you go to just because it's it's helpful for understanding and contextualizing what you're getting, but in this case I will do the work for you. Bloomberg is right leaning. They're very right leaning. This is Bloomberg Bloomberg Law news. Uh and so they they did this opinion piece which again if you're coming from a uh A news organization that leans right then the opinion piece itself also leans right uh but it it goes into trying to posit whether or not congress can effectively legislate um against the supreme court's final decision and i want to read this final paragraph because i think it's 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 worth noting that the argument on this side uh so it's there's little doubt that Congress could enact laws prohibiting states from interfering with the right of women to travel out of state for procedures not available in their home states. So uh, they could enact laws saying that, you know, you can't stop me from going to another state that has abortion and getting access. Uh, so they, they could legislate that. Um, and that that really couldn't be challenged constitutionally. Uh, but insofar as Congress may seek to trump state abortion restrictions applicable within the state's own borders, the Supreme Court may view any such federal statute as unconstitutional. By the same reasoning, of course, Congress would have no Commerce Clause authority to enact a law banning all abortions nationwide. So it would be split down the middle that one, Congress couldn't ban all abortions, but also Congress couldn't ban all abortion bans. It's... That's right-leaning. Um, so here's what I do want to end on. I hate it. You should. We should all hate this. Here's what I want to end on. Uh, There's a tweet, and I sent this to V uh, earlier because it's it's it was a thread that's on Twitter that um, wanted, to, it, and it says just, it's providing historical context. So uh, I'll read parts of this just because I, I think it's worth noting. Um, here's the first premise in context. In 1857, the Supreme Court heard a case called Dred Scott versus Sanford. And they ruled that black people were not and could not ever be considered citizens of the United States and that they had no human rights at all. The court at the time had a partisan majority, as you can imagine, that was uh, from slave-holding southern states. And they declared that Congress didn't have the right to ban slavery. Abraham Lincoln was the president of the United States, or became the next president of the United States. Uh, what he did is first he expanded the Supreme Court and the judiciary to counteract the partisans, uh, its partisan state. So they, he added more ju- judges to kind of uh undo the majority that was there just because of the realization that that majority was wrong and Ooh, was not following the will judges. of the people. Yeah, I like yep. it. And they also just completely ignored the ruling. They legislated and passed laws to ban slavery. They decided that the Supreme Court and they're saying that Congress could not. They just did it. And then when Congress the Supreme Court asked them to enforce, you know, their rulings, they didn't enforce them. And uh, if you remember, uh, the president, Lincoln, gave the Emancipation Proclamation, uh, the thing he's best known for. There was an executive order in 1862 that demanded all slaves in the southern states be freed immediately. So in this case, uh, both branches of the government, Congress and the president, uh, the executive branch, when the judicial branch overreached its power and began acting in the I guess been acting not in the best interest of the country. And then also in this case, stripped away an entire, uh, you know, group of people who were citizens of America, stripped their citizenhood and their rights away from them. When that happened by boldly acting against it, by standing up for what's right, uh, on the part of Congress and on the part of the executive branch, this was overcame. And we're in the same place again today where the judicial branch of the government has decided to strip the rights a large subsection of people who are citizens of america and only through bold action from congress and from the executive branch are we going to be able to counteract it and the last thing i want to say and then then we actually have to wrap v i think the last thing to to note of this is, is there's not a lot of time for us to act here but more importantly we need to hold accountable the people who are in office now lincoln didn't chill and sit on this and just be like well we'll figure it out let's compromise." He took a hard stance and obviously he had other reasons than just like this being the right thing. But like,
1: I mean, he wasn't yeah. a huge fan of black people. But right.
0: No, he had other reasons. Than, <laughs> it, was, it was, it was, there were other reasons and fine. I'm willing to admit that, but it was still, someone took a stance He that the judicial branch took a stance that he felt was not in the best interest of the country. And so yeah. he took a strong stance in the opposite direction. And then Congress who were also with him and part of his party took that same stance with him. And together, they essentially negated the power of the judicial branch to strip rights from a large portion of, of America. Now, did they do it for that portion of America? No, they, they really did do that because they were trying to, like, basically punish the southern states for being assholes. But it still ultimately created a pattern for how we fix the problem we have today. And I think that's what we need to take away from this, is that we need to hold responsible the people who have the power to actually fix the problems for not fixing problems i think we need to hold the judicial court responsible as well for the problems it's causing but ultimately the people who have the power to fix those problems are not and we cannot accept their responses of like well there's nothing we can do we, we've done everything we can especially not when every time they need money or every time they're running for office again they show up and talk about everything that they've done and it's like well no you haven't done anything so why are you still in yeah. office? Why are we still giving you money? Okay. That money talks. Bullshit walks, I guess. Uh, we have to wrap. V, um, uh, I, I don't even have a segue into this. Uh, let people know your socials. I. <laughs>
1: um, sure. Yeah. Okay. So Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at V Chetty, V-E-E-C-H-A-T-T-I-E. I also just want to say that uh, you can order Plan B on Amazon for less than $10, even if you are not a person who needs Plan B. I would highly recommend having one in your cupboard, just in case you know somebody who needs it. Let your friends know that you have it. Uh, Jay, where can people find you?
0: Um, imagine if I underscore Jay on Twitter uh, and on Instagram, um, that's pretty much it. I, I Reach out to me, I guess, talk to me, whatever uh you can find the show at frowntown pod uh both on instagram and on twitter we appreciate y'all listening uh i don't know this this is uh this is not the (laughs) best yeah no this is not the best situation or scenario i think for us to be in i don't think it's gonna get better uh before it gets i don't think it's gonna get better before it gets worse please take care of everybody who you know that is around you if you have a support system this is the time to strengthen it. Uh, and I would just tell you that uh, as we are going through like these times, like just check in on your people and your friends uh, and maintain your relationships as much as possible. Because one we more need each thing, other.
1: especially for people who might have sensitive information, I just want to tell you uh, if you are in a situation where someone wants to look in your phone and you do not want them to, They can hold up your phone to your face and make your facial recognition trigger. They can take your thumb while you're incapacitated and open your phone. If you want your phone data to remain safe, please, 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 please put a passcode on it. Nobody can compel you to give your passcode to them to open your phone. And that's what all I'll say about that.
0: (laughs) Yep. All right. And we'll end on that. Uh, Enjoy some FCon.